Yes, we are starting this thing. And, um, well, Alex, it's good to have you back again. Let's crank the music up, shall I? But no. Oh, yeah, high volume. Yeah, listen to that. Let's go back to low volume, mate. Let's go back. Because it's all cutting out. A bit like like Arsenal against Liverpool. The team cut out a little bit. They revved a little bit at the start. And then the uh, engine gave way, you know, more or less. I don't know if the car analogy works. Yeah. Well, he was uh, injured. He was injured prior to it. The yeah, uh, the late fitness test. Yeah, and and I, th- I think you know this. And this isn't yeah, Tavares. I know obviously yeah, his mistakes are quite visible. You have to uh, in hindsight to love the thing, but you know why didn't the team play? Was it a fitness issue? Maybe I that one wrong. Uh, but I think you know Abamian. You know what did he do really? He had that one chance. He nearly scored. He nearly scored. Yeah, that, I mean, in another, on another day that could have gone in. Yeah, I just think we didn't create many chances. No, like, there weren't many. Three. Yeah. Yeah, even before the goal. Yeah. You know, the first goal. We, yeah, we had that one big break, didn't we? And I think that was maybe our plan. But second half, we didn't adapt. Liverpool changed their plan. And, yeah, it, it, it bore through pretty early doors. We didn't change how we played. And I think that, for me, is probably the second half performance is the disappointing thing was... You know, we didn't 
really adapt our yeah we can we come in at half time one nil down and Liverpool came out a better team in that second half and we didn't and but you know it's it's a young team like I said it's a young team well there will be days like this and yeah this is a Liverpool team bear in mind like this is a Liverpool team that's been playing together for three four years this is a team at the top of its game uh, and and there were positives I thought defensively you know Ramsdale. Played very well, probably the man of the match, certainly for Arsenal. Definitely, yeah. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah, Ramsdale was good yeah. again. He was strong. You know, um, made those and, double saves, which uh, are yeah. quite unforgettable, you some know. of them. Um, and, and he wasn't so, at fault, really, yeah. for the goals. I mean, somebody said there was one of the goals he could have got, could have done a bit more. I, I'm not so sure he yeah, could have done. Yeah, it's a bit close range, I thought. I know which one yeah. you mean. I think it was the, the, either the fourth or the third one. I think maybe the uh, the third one it was a bit he pushed it into the corner didn't he but that's a bit harsh yeah and I thought me, so he, you know he he, 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 he played, A he played very well and to criticise him for that I think it's a bit well you know yeah he did, he did what he could and, and Arsenal you know they're not there yet that's what we have to remember Arsenal aren't there yet mm. that's where we hope to be soon uh, and with you know, more experience and sort of more days like this might get there, but certainly, you know, it, it, I think it's hard to say men versus boys, but that it was an example for me. The finished article against the team is not the finished article. And yeah, I, I was very tempted to say men versus boys, and then then I thought it's too disrespectful to the team, really, because. They, yeah. they did try and they, to me, it weren't like Man City. After Man City, I was totally demoralised. This time I wasn't. It was nearly... Yeah. I mean, my, my feeling was the team will bounce back from this and they'll bounce back quickly. That's, that's just a gut instinct. I don't know if I'm right. Um, I didn't think it was a dismal performance by any means. But, um, but it never really seemed like Arsenal were going to win there. But then no one expected it, as you said. Who expected yeah. Arsenal yeah, to go there and no, win? Or even draw? I mean, I expected yeah. a defeat. I thought if, but it wasn't. It certainly wasn't out of the question that Arsenal might win. Um, it wasn't out of the question, so we went in with a tiny bit of hope. But I was a bit worried about Saka and uh, Smith Rowe because of being on England duty, playing two games, and I just thought they're gonna. It might not help their career at Arsenal initially, at least. You know, having having all these all these England games, I, I just don't see it as as a good thing. It is in a way it's a good thing. Long term it's a good thing, but in the short term it isn't. Because they just they they weren't quite as good as usual. I did some people started no, they saying they were they were really off it. I didn't agree with that. I just thought they weren't as good as usual, that's all. And all those little percentages add up. That's the trouble. Yes. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And I, I think you know, I think the second half at Liverpool Arsenal set themselves up, and I don't think much came through the middle. You know, defensively, we yeah, were pretty true. solid mm. through the middle. I think it was down the wings, and like I said, in that second half, you had uh, Trent and the Greek left back. I can't remember his name. They were bombing forward, yeah. and you know they were—they weren't helping. You know, or Saka and Smith, I don't feel were helping. Their, their fullbacks much so, so Tommy Asu and Tavares were being double teamed lots and lots of times. Mm. So I think you know that's and you, and you know Liverpool are going to back up the side. 
you know, that's how they do it. And you, someone like Trent big pinging balls in. And I thought, you know, it was Trent's goal. For, I know that was a free kick, but, you know, got Trent pinging balls in. Arsenal don't think really combated that well. And I think Saka and Smith-Rowe didn't help in that regard as much as maybe Arteta would have wanted. Uh, but, you know, it's it's a learning curve. Yeah, that, that, that's that's time a lot of those players have playing at Anfield against fans. So it's an experience for them. And, yeah, I, I don't think, I think, like you said, it's we want us to bounce back. So how are we going to bounce back against Newcastle? Like they've got a new manager. Mm. So it's going to be an element of a new manager uh, factor, I think, uh, when we play them. Uh, and now, obviously, you, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen United have sat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord of the Lord of the uh, Rings star's gone now. I feel so upset about that because they might yeah, actually be I'm, competitive. I'm it, again, that new manager. Really. Yeah, and then Man U are coming yeah, up pretty United. soon. Yeah, United will be playing them next week. And uh, United, yeah. on the face of it, have a better squad than we do. Like, for me, it's a laugh that United are as bad as they are. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, yeah, it, it is because of the players that they're not playing and whatever else. But, you know, you can't tell me that uh, another manager's not going to make a good team out of that lot. So it's a bit of a concern. I wanted, I wanted Oli to stay just because I thought Arsenal, Arsenal are really competing. Top four, top six. Mm. And in that, you've got Conte now and at Spurs. So he'll make them better. Which again isn't difficult. They've got <laughs> players. They'll get some work out of Kane. Uh, so it's going to be difficult for Arsenal. But that, that's where we're aiming for. But I think if you'd said to an Arsenal fan, by Christmas time, and I know he's still got a month to go, by Christmas time, we're in the mixer for the top six. Mm. I think most Arsenal fans would have gone, okay, we'll, yeah, we'll take that. It's not brilliant, but it's not, you know, we're not a million miles off of uh, what, nine points off Chelsea? Yeah, of course we're not going to challenge for the league, but you know, I, I don't, I don't think you know, like Ramsdale said, this, this game should not define our season. Oh, he said that. Not yeah, he said yeah. that after the, the match, and, and he's right. Yeah, I agree. It shouldn't define our season. No. We want to be winning games like this, but you know, none of us expected to go there and get a result. Yeah, and, and I, I was with a couple of friends. Like I did a, a pre-podcast. And I, I found the live show. It is on Podbean. You know? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, so it is there. So I was like, we, we talked about an hour and a half. Yeah, I could download it and then stick it, stick it on, stick it on the. Uh, yeah, so we got. I don't website. know how many viewers we got. You had a few. You had a few. I could see that. So, so that's good. Oh really? Yeah, you had you had yeah, well, we, three or four so or five. <laughs> oh. mm. Yeah, we talked for a long time. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, the figures, the figures were right. He was upset about the, the result, and I was kind of like, "What the hell? We, we never expected to get a, a, a win here. What we want to do is we want to be in the mix of top six, you know, maybe even top four, come the end of the." Yeah, you know, I still still yeah. think top four is. Obviously, if you lose into if you lose into the top three, it's no it's no great shame. When okay, the aim's never been top four. It was under Wenger, I know, but I mean, I don't think Arteta wants more than that. But I think he'll accept top four this year, and I yeah. I think most Arsenal fans will be pleased with with that, especially if there's a, yeah, another think, trophy as I well. Think, I think Arteta would take top six. Yeah, I think 
Yeah, and that would be progress in itself. But I honestly think yeah, get back into Europe. that team yeah. to me is top four at the moment. But we'll see. We'll see what happens to Spurs if yeah. they're going to improve a lot. Uh, who else? West Ham. They're a bit up and down yeah, at the moment. Yeah, I think West Ham is an interesting one because yeah. you know, they've got Europe, they've got a small squad. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's a few. For me, I think and I think West Ham are a good team, but you know they lose one or two players. You know uh, they they lost yesterday, for example. Like, so, yeah, to Wolves. You know, Western fifth, and all the people around us, West Ham lost. Yeah. You know, it's a uh, so it was a good day for us in terms of points. Yeah, hopefully Spurs lose today against Leeds. They play well and they'll have that new manager factor when they yeah. win. It's no chance. Uh, yeah. I'll be uh, very shocked. Leeds are, yeah, yeah. I don't think Leeds are as good as they were last year, for example. But, yeah, you know, so I, I think, yeah, see how we do against Newcastle. Obviously, we've got two tough games after Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle will be tricky just because of the new manager factor. But uh, we've got two games after that. Uh, you know, United away and Everton away. Yeah, they're going to be really, really tough, especially now. Now they've got rid of Frodo Baggins. You know, I just really wanted Frodo yeah, to be at the yeah. helm because I just thought this guy's just yeah. useless. Well, it's it's absolutely useless. Yeah, I think I think he'll be. I think yeah, we've had a very good chance with him in charge. Now I'm not so sure. Like, yeah, it'll be interesting. Whether United start to turn up and play, yeah, because the players that they have, mm. there's no excuses. No, no, of course they've got, they've got top players, really have, and um, well, you know, the motivation is a question. It was like when I was listening to yes. um, to Perry Groves, you know, talking on that. Um, I always forget the name of it. Was it called? Oh, Le Grove. That's it. That, those guys, it's so good. But um, when they had Perry Groves, he was talking about how important desire is. And he said, you know, that ties yeah. in with what Arteta wants. But when you look at Man U, I think Ronaldo still has desire. But does Pogba have desire? I like Pogba, Pogba as a player, but I know Man U fans don't don't rate him, which I find really bizarre because yeah, in terms yeah, of talent, he's smart, right up there. But he doesn't show it, does he? No, no he doesn't. No. It's, it's like yeah. a little bit Zachary-ish at times. Like he doesn't he doesn't care if his decision making. Yeah, and they are a bunch of individuals. They simply are. are. Somebody else called them that the other day and one of the pundits, but I've been saying that for ages because I just said, you know, Greenwood, individual. Uh, Pogba, individual. Ronaldo's an individual. They don't gel together. And uh, for whatever the other guy's name is, Fernandez or whatever, I I think he's another one. they're They're all prima donnas, but they don't gel together like a team. And Arsenal gel better than they do. So we, do, you know, yeah, but we'll see if they can get result. Yeah, it's the sum of the parts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and they just are. That's. Um, wasn't that the line? I th- I saw that line that that's the reason they sacked Solskjaer. They they said you know basically they're playing worse than the sum of the parts, <laughs> which yeah, is yeah. probably about yeah, right. Yeah, the, yeah, the whole. What, what's the expression? The whole. Is, is less than the sum of the parts. Yeah, and it should be the other way around. Yeah, the whole should be greater than yeah, the sum of the yeah. parts, but not not in you know. Yeah, I think the Arsenal is. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is looking like a team, and uh, it's like Perry Groves was saying. You know that Ramsdale's made made the difference because he's come in, yeah, and he's he's pumped up, and um and the the other guys on that on that 
podcast, they were saying the same thing. They said, we didn't even know that Leno, we, we were quite happy with Leno. Then Ramsdale comes in and he shows yeah. us what we've been missing. And they said the same goes for Tomiyasu on, on uh, right back. Because, well, I, as you know, I like Hector Bellerin a lot. But, well, that, now that he's gone, I don't miss him that much. And I feel guilty no, for I saying don't. that. But yeah, he, and they mentioned it as well, didn't they? Yeah. About his, uh, Since the injury. injury. Yeah, it did affect him. Place. He was so quick. He was, in fact, I remember... When I, when I was reading a lot about Arsenal, that he was supposed to be the quickest in training. He was even quicker than Walcott. That's how fast he was. Yeah. Um, I never really saw that on the pitch particularly, but I knew he was quick. And I saw him as a very young player as well. I saw him uh, playing, who was it? Boreham Wood. So I watched his career for a long time, this guy, uh, as, you know, right, right through, you know, about a year after he joined from Barcelona. And I just thought, this guy's... I didn't see him as a right back, by the way. I think I saw him as a midfielder. Um, and then, yeah, I was I was really pleased with, you know, what he what he offered Arsenal in terms of pace. But then, with some players, if they if they're reliant on their pace alone, I'm not saying he was just yeah. the pace. But if that's a major part of the game, and then you take that away, it takes a long time, or maybe they can never really adapt to being a different sort of player. And he. And that, and that seemed to be yeah. the problem with him, really. Whereas Tommy Yasu yeah, is better in the air. He's more tenacious. He's he seems yeah, fitter. He's more about him. Yeah, really. He's, he's just very impressive. And um, and even even against he didn't get he didn't get mugged uh, at Liverpool. None none of none of our play. The only the only player who um, I don't really want to pick on anybody actually. But you know the left back. Um, Obviously, he made a mistake, but I thought it was an honest mistake. I didn't mind. I didn't get that upset about it. You know, like if Shaka had done it, I would have gone done my pieces. Yeah, it was an honest mistake, borne out by very good tactics from Liverpool. Like, yeah. In the second half, I felt they were much more aggressive with their press, and you know, like I said earlier, they pushed Trent and the left back higher. So Tommy Asu and Tavares, a they had no outball on the wing. So Smith Rowe and Saka were marked more out of the game. Yeah. No outball for them. Less of an outball. That's why Tavares came inside, and you know he obviously busted himself. And you know, I, I don't think he hit. No, he didn't. You really knocked his confidence out because I noticed. I thought he'd been yeah. playing reasonably well up to that point, um, although he had such a tough time. Because when you think about it, Salah spent a lot of the time down that wing as well, and then he's got the other guy, Trent. You know, a pair of them. Yeah. I mean, over yeah, down on his side. Yeah, and he, I yeah, felt uh, he dealt with him relatively well because Salah was pretty quiet for the most part of the game. Near the end, he started, started. Um, you know, obviously got his goal as well. But that was after that, after that, um, that shocking back pass. But as I said, I, I just felt when it, I thought it was a bit of a dot on the cards because you know there were there were a lot of stray passes at that stage. And it was starting to be same old Arsenal, but same old Arsenal with a difference. That's what I thought. Same old Arsenal, but they still they're not they're not throwing the towel in. I mean, uh, yes, they weren't playing very well, but but they didn't yeah, they think, didn't stop me, trying. That was the more upsetting thing. How almost how toothless we were. Yeah, I thought from an attacking standpoint, I thought defensively it's always going to be hard. Yeah, Liverpool are a very good team. Uh, uh, but I think from an attacking standpoint, I just felt we were we didn't offer much coming forwards. 
Yeah, and it was... looked really like scoring. And for me, that was the more... That's the thing I was less happy about. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, I can understand that. Because, um, yeah, Ober is top, was a top player. And is he still? I'm not sure. He's, he's still... He's decent. He's decent. And Lanker also... You know, they, they tried to combine. They yeah. just couldn't really get it going, could they, the pair of them? But again, I yeah, didn't think I, they were I terrible. Thought, yeah, and I, I thought I was, you know, again, hindsight's one of them. I wouldn't have taken off Lacazette. I would have taken off the Bamiyang. And the Bamiyang seems to be a bit invincible at the minute. Yeah. Like, uh, and I think he, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes, maybe in the summer or maybe even in January. Because I think that now, mm. with Arsenal continuing the rebuild, which, you know, and as we saw, we're not the finished article just yet. They're continuing the, the, the development of Arsenal. Then, you know, we need to buy a new striker. Yeah, that's what, um, to echo the other podcast again, you know, that's more or less what they were saying. They just said, those two decent players, but they're going to they're gonna have to go as part of, part of as you said, the rebuild. Because defence looks yeah. pretty good, even on a bad day. Like to me, even though they let four yeah. in, they didn't look that bad to me. They, they looked yeah, that, they had that, good moments as well. Towards the end, the head got yeah, there's, there's a little counter. Uh, yeah, you know, like no, I agree. I, I don't think you know we certainly look solid for a part of it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's we have to attack and defend, and I think yeah, that's where we need we need work. I think Arsenal need some work. And I think they're going to look for a big striker like Calvert Lewin. Yeah, that would be a good call. Or that lad from Florentina. They're going for an animal. Because I think that's how they want to play. And I don't think Aubameyang fits into that. I think he might stay to the end of the year. But I think he's proven a little bit recently that he was a good player. But yeah. he's not a player that we want him to be now. Yeah, it's interesting that because um, again, Perry Groves said some interesting stuff about Oba. Oba, he said um, he said something along the lines of he felt that Arteta didn't manage him correctly in at the start, and that you know when he uh, do you remember the the game where he was put on the bench against Spurs? He said, yeah. "Well, Perry Groves reckons that's the reason why we haven't really seen seen him." The same since he said things are getting better again now he's almost the way he was but but you know obviously he's got a bit older since but last season was a bit of a write-off he said because i think um arteta didn't quite man manage him properly in that situation yeah um, no, i agree with that yeah. i agree with what perry Grove was saying i think and it's like yeah he mentioned as well about arteta learning on the job yeah which arteta is yeah and had someone a bit more senior with him say, well, maybe the bollock him in front of the players, but then privately say, look, I need you, you know, like that. Uh, and, I, and I felt he had a bit of a, uh, an issue like, with like, Bellerin at the beginning of the season. He, he kind of said to him, I want you out. You remember when we played Brentford? So oh, I yeah. brought on as a sub, but right back. Oh. Bellerin and kind of like Arteta saying, look, fuck you. And I just think maybe there's a, a better way of dealing with it. And Moments, but uh, you know what he has got is he has got young players 
buying into yeah. what you're saying. Like Ramsdale, uh, Sacco, and people like that are buying into Arteta's tactics. And I think there'll be positives to take from the from yesterday. Yeah, without so. a doubt. Yeah. What did you think about the row, the spat that Arteta had with Klopp? Because I noticed. Now I'm not really sure where I stand on this. That's why I'm also asking <laughs> your opinion. I'm really not sure where I stand on this. Because on the one hand, I like the fact that he's passionate. But it, when, I, when I looked at the result on the pitch, the result was, in my opinion, that Liverpool stepped up their game. The fans started getting all roused. And that you don't really want that at Anfield, I don't think. The fans were, they raised the volume quite a lot after Arteta had that, had that bit of, a, bit of a row or whatever you want to call it, fracas with uh, Klopp. So what, what what were your thoughts on that? I mean, do you think that's another situation where maybe Arteta shouldn't have shouldn't have done whatever uh, it was he no, did? No, I don't. I yeah, think he was right. I think he's, he's defending his player. Yeah, uh, and I kind of I can see why he did it. You're right. It did raise the the fans. I don't think I think Liverpool were already starting to get into the game a bit more mm. when it happens. Uh, I, I think. Mane, so, you know, so in terms of what it did for the fans, I think, yes, it did kick, kick them off a bit more. What did it do? Uh, Liverpool, I don't think it benefited Liverpool that much because I think they were already starting to get into the game a bit more. So I'm, I'm not going to subscribe to that. Uh, I think Mane was, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a display of how to do the dark. I was like, Liverpool, you know, for me, they bossed the midfield. So when we talked about the Congo and Partey, I think Liverpool bossed our midfield. They were physical from, from the get-go, very quickly. They were physical, very quickly. They were quick tackled it. Mane should have had a yellow long before, before he did. And the fact that no Arsenal players got a booking. Oh, yeah, that's just something. You know, they, they weren't at the races. Yeah. You know, they weren't up to fight. They never bore up for a fight. So I think Arteta, maybe, maybe it was... He was, he was trying to stick up for his players, which is absolutely fair enough. You, know, you want your manager to stick up for your players. Uh, so I think that's why he did it. Come on, um, yeah, it was just I weird, know, though, because my my thoughts at the time, I mean, I'm you know I'm very pro-Arteta. Even when he gets it wrong, to me, he gets it right because I feel like he's going to learn from it. But with that, it wasn't, a, it wasn't right at the time. It was just afterwards. I thought, oh, my God, I wish he hadn't done that. Because at the time when he did it, I had no problem with it. But then after, my thoughts were Liverpool raised their game right after that. But I thought it was purely because the crowd crowd got roused. So they, they added volume. And then Liverpool suddenly got, they seemed to have more legs all of a sudden. And, and you know, they could, they, I mean, they were a bit on top already. But I just thought they were very dominant after that incident. And, you know, I don't know. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, he saves. made a couple of double double saves before the goal. Yeah, it's true. Before, yeah, before that. yeah. So that's yeah. I, I always felt Liverpool were gonna. Uh, they were gonna, gonna score any. Yeah, it was certainly looking lightly. Um, yeah. But the way Ramsdale is, uh, I thought, oh well, you never know. Arsenal might sneak sneak a draw here. It's not likely, but it's yeah. possible. Because Ramsdale was just so confident, 
So then it makes me feel confident. I will look to the defenders and I thought, yeah, they made the odd mistake here and there, but nothing, nothing major. They, they could get through this game. And then you looked at the midfield. And actually, for me, Sammy Lokonga, I, I quite liked his performance in the first half. I think the second half, not so much. Partey was not very... Yeah. He got let down. I think our senior performance let us down. I don't think they, they turned up as much as we needed them to turn up. And I think part of that was because Liverpool stifled them. Like Liverpool had a plan. Yeah, Liverpool knew. Yeah, and yeah. Sort of soon as said something, he goes, Liverpool lost for the first time in the season. They're going to come out like pissed off. They're yeah. not going to. Yeah. They, they were a poor form against West Ham. They don't. Yeah, they didn't want to lose. Obviously, no team wants to lose. The Liverpool at home, it's a big game. They'll come at us, and he was right. They did, uh, and so yeah, they had a plan for Aubameyang. They had a plan. They could have seen how we played. They had a plan for Lacazette, and you know, but it's like they're this is a team that's five years in the making. You know, Klopp has had lots of time with this team. He, he's got them playing the way he wants them to play. Uh, so it's, it's it's nothing shameful. I think losing to this lot. Uh, and I yeah, I was I was disappointed with, with the third and the fourth goal definitely. Mm. And I, I would have taken a two-nil loss. A four-nil loss is a bit hard to take, but Liverpool are that much better than most teams, you know. Yeah, and a defeat is a defeat in a in a sense. I mean, it's not good yeah. on the goal difference yeah, yeah, side yeah. of things, but but yeah. really, I honestly, I I didn't really. I I felt like I should care more, but I wasn't that upset purely because I just felt I just felt the team's not played that badly. It's not like Man City. The Man City defeat was very hard to take. I really struggled with that one. Uh, the Chelsea defeat was pretty. I found that harder to take than this this one. I'm not sure why that was. I mean, somebody somebody said again. I think on that same podcast, somebody said, "Yeah, but actually, Arsenal have only got a problem with Liverpool and Man City, not with Chelsea." Because every now and then Arsenal turn up and beat Chelsea, and and it's not been that yeah. long well, since yeah, Arsenal we, beat Chelsea. Yeah, that's another thing. We beat, you know, United away from home. We we did the double over Chelsea last year. Mm. I think Chelsea have improved as a team. Uh, but and what we've done, we've we signed younger players, and but yeah, it's see where we are at the end of the season. Yeah, I can't I can't see Arsenal. Arsenal are going to finish fourth. At best, that's that's what I think. But I think at best is possible. I just honestly think so. Because, but then you know, it's the African Cup of Nations. How's that going to affect things? But as you said, if Arsenal bring in, I mean, what's the chances of bringing in somebody like Calvert Lewin? Do you honestly think Everton will let him go? I mean, he'll probably want to go to Arsenal. Well, I don't know. He's a goon, really. Oh, Calvert Lewin is. I didn't know that. I knew uh, Watkins. Watkins is. Yeah, Ollie Watkins is. Yeah, I think I'd I'd prefer Calvert Lewin of the two. I think Watkins is decent, but I I I like I really like Calvert Lewin. So yeah, it's going to cost a lot of money though. We're talking 60, 60 million, right? Something like that, or seventy yeah. million. But I, I think Arsenal are willing to spend that. Yeah, I wouldn't be at all surprised. I mean, Arsenal definitely need to bring in somebody because with the it's the African Cup of Nations, so you put. Even if you put all the sort of contractual and the con- the contractual situation with Lacazette to one side, and the fact that 
Oba's not getting any younger. If you put that to one side, you still need to bring in somebody because we we just haven't seen enough of Martinelli, have we? That's to and when we have, yeah, he hasn't, he yeah. hasn't kicked off, has he? Not really. He hasn't kicked off. When I've seen uh, him, he's not impressed as the way he did. But then again, he's still yeah. young, still very young. So he is, he is. Uh, yeah, so for me, he's another one where yeah, I think he's there for the future. Yeah, for but sure. He's certainly not what I want right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think we need to work on because you know, I think Pepe might go. So you know, we need. I think we need a backing option really. I think a striker is definitely number nine. It's definitely top of the list. And I think yesterday highlighted that need for a number nine. It cracked me up. Somebody was saying. Yeah, we need a Giroud type because I always liked Giroud, and, and and I remember every time, every time I was at the Emirates, and the fans would just always give Giroud such a hard time, and I never understood it. They'd back yeah, him when he like, scored, but they would they were you know, and they'd sing his name after he scored, but before he scored, they'd go, "No, oh, it's Giroud again. Giroud's messed up," and and I just thought, leave the guy alone. I mean, I nearly spoke out about it because I was getting re- I was really getting the ump. I just thought, Leave the guy alone. He scores quite a few goals, actually, for somebody who's supposedly so rubbish. You know, he's he's done all right since he left Arsenal, so I kind of rest my case on that. But um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Giroud's too old to come back, but somebody like Giroud would be. No, would I think be, they want someone a bit more, bit more quicker. mobile, yeah, bit quicker, but yeah. but like him in the air. I mean, like him in the air yeah, and yeah, exactly. with his link-up play. He wants he wants a dropper. He wants. Oh a yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah, that's yeah, an absolute unit. Yeah. Great in the air, a physical presence, puts himself about, holds the ball up, but also rapid and get him behind the lines. Yeah, and that was that was the thing with Giroud. He couldn't do that, could he? He was he didn't have any pace. Yeah. Well, I, he wasn't he wasn't any slower than Harry Kane though. <laughs> so how does how did uh, he do it? I don't know. I thought Kane Kane's quicker. Yeah, I'd love to see those two in a race. Well, not now, because, you know, I wonder what their fastest time is. Yeah, when I, I used to see him quite a lot, you know, because, you know, my local team was Millwall, and I saw him on loan, and Sky was so slow. I couldn't believe it. And he was playing championship level, and I never would have dreamed he'd be playing for England. No way in the world. I think, I think a lot of the Millwall fans liked him, because, um, yeah, his passing was good. Passing was good, uh, yeah. just had no pace whatsoever. But and th- I mean, he may have got quicker after that because he was pretty young. I don't know how old he was, but I thought this guy's. I, I didn't even see him as a Premier League player. And I normally, I like to think I get more right than I get wrong, but I totally got came wrong. But then when I watch him in games uh, again, I just think he doesn't really. You don't. You don't. He's just. He's just a strong. He's very strong in the air, and he's such a handful. So uh, I suppose. And plus, he's, yeah, he's, he's got awareness. He's what? Sorry. Yeah. He's a great finisher. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about that. I don't. I. I just can't understand how he's done so well with with what he's got. You know, because you know when you see these other players like Calvert Lewin, to me, he's got much more. But who gets more goals? We know the answer. You know, and and Ober's got more, but obviously Ober's not great in the air is the issue. But um, but aside from that, he's just got blistering pace. I mean, although it's slowing down a bit, and um, he's as yeah, good a finisher. Yeah. I think yeah, that's the problem. He is he is slowing down a bit. I think I think I noticed at one point in the Liverpool game. I'm trying to think who he's up against, but 
he, he just couldn't leave couldn't leave anyone for dead anymore like, not like he could say two years ago so um so it's just time's caught up with him unfortunately I, yeah it was, yeah, I feel, it does for everyone, it? yeah yeah it makes me feel quite sad because he's like one of my favorite players really so, but you know just gotta gotta move on i suppose and and just just bring in bring in someone else but um but would you bring yeah. in someone from overseas or would it would you definitely go health and level I to bring know, in I like- yeah. I think the back take even since like Ben White. Yeah. Ben White's hit the ground pretty pretty well. much, yeah, pretty much. Because running. he's got yeah, because he's I think he's got that Premier League experience. And so for me, ideally I'd want someone who's who's played in the Premier League already. Yeah, and even getting that sort of uh their England team backbone. That's why that's why I like the idea of bringing those either one of those two guys in, Calvert Lewin or yeah, I know you pay a bit of an England tax, don't you? Yeah, it's the issue. Yeah, it's the cost. But then you don't have all the issues. Like, obviously, Arsenal being burnt a little bit with Pepe, you know, coming in. But there's there's obviously a lot more to that one. But bringing somebody in like that, it was going to take time for him to adjust. And then when he adjusts, <laughs> he gets kicked out of the team. But he's he's not really been good enough, is yeah. the truth. I, I love Pepe, but he's just not, not been good enough for most of this season. Yeah, he's so inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. He's got everything. Uh, I can't understand why he's not producing. I mean, last year, if I remember correctly, his stats were better than Zahar at Palace last year, even though Palace fans would hate to admit it. But, you know, if you look at the statistics, he he produced more more assists, I think, than Zahar. And, um, you know, played a similar number of games. More goals and assists if you add the two together, and uh, but this year, if, well, he's not had many opportunities, has he? But so, what, he what do you think? Much, yeah, but, yeah, I think I don't think he fits our plan anymore. No, it's just the issue with him is he doesn't work hard enough. Is the issue, and I and I agree that that's the way Arsenal need to go. They need to go down that route, you know. As as Perry Groves was saying, George Graham basically the deal was. You either work and stay in the team and maybe have a chance of playing in the team. And if you don't work, you, you're history. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter, matter how talented you are. If you're not going to put a shift in, you're out. But, um, but yeah, I feel Arteta's been similar. And then, then I asked him as well. They asked him about um, uh, Genduzi because Genduzi sort of got himself in the France team, so he can't be doing too badly. And some Arsenal fans love to have him back. Um, I've sort of given up on Gendouzi as much as I like him or liked him. Just don't think, I just don't think um, Arteta's is not going to waste time on him, is he? Simple as that. As, yeah, I, I think it's like, I think Perry Groves even used those words and he, he says, "Yeah, uh, I don't want to waste any more time on you." Yeah. And, and you and you can't really argue with that. Like it's all about efficiency, isn't it? Yeah. You know, is it worth the effort? And you've got someone like Saka who listens and. Yeah, yeah, that's totally it. Everything Arteta wants him to do, he'll do it without question. And you won't be a twat about it. He's not, you know, it doesn't affect the morale. Whereas I think, you know, uh, Gwen Doozy does. Yeah, and Gwen Doozy did have a few chances. Yeah, he got he, a few. He got a few. And uh, uh, it's like Grove no, said, he, he doesn't, he's good, but he's not as good as he thinks. That's that's the yeah. issue. Whereas yeah. Saka is, is humble. Saka's humble. 
Smith Rowe, humble. Yeah. So these these guys with humility, you can you can work with them. You can make them better players because yeah. they'll listen. Whereas Genduzi, unfortunately, there's there's not much sign that he's ever going to listen to anyone. You know, as much as I like him, I'm, I feel I feel upset that you know. And what about what about the um, the centre back? I'm nearly uh, Saliba. Do you think he's going to well, be he's going to be like outed? Ever, ever thought about Saliba, it's like. I tell you, I can't win with him. Yeah, so that's I right. Goes, well, I don't know if he's doing really well in France. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what uh, I would have wanted. I tell you, I would have wanted him to have good game, good experience, play well, get your confidence up. And then comes to me, he knew he probably couldn't play in the Premier League or he wasn't ready for the Premier League. So, you know, I tell you, I'm pretty sure Arteta doesn't want to waste the money that I've spent, even though he's not an Arteta signing. He sees the possibility that Saliba could come good. Mm. But he didn't think he was good enough to play for Arsenal at this moment in time. He didn't think he could give him game time. So he's gone, OK, I'll put him in a French team, get his confidence up. And then, you know, it's it's like, it's not a surprise, is it? That, uh, yeah, I think Arteta will be very happy with it. And so, yeah, who knows? Like, We've only got you know, Ben White or Gabriel. If one of them get injured, who comes in then? Could you see him you know, returning Barry? in January? I mean, there, were, there was talk that he uh, might be recalled. I don't see it personally. Maybe. Yeah. No, I don't. I, uh, I honestly I don't, don't think he'll ever play for Arsenal, if, if you ask me straight. I would, I would just say that. Really? It's only because I've just got a feeling about it. It's, um, it was a bit like... Um, there's certain players, and we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. It's just too many question marks. And I've got no question marks about the player because I haven't seen him enough to, to have question marks. I did see him in one preseason game, and he was quite good. So it's just too many mysterious decisions have been made regarding this player, which makes me think that Arsenal are just basically finding the right time to sell him. And I, I, that's what I think yeah, is going to happen. I, I might be wrong. It's just a feeling I've got. I mean, I just remember going back a very, very long time. Uh, Arsenal signed a player who ended up at Spurs without even playing a game for Arsenal. It was, it was Clive Allen. And so he came in quite, for quite a lot of money. And then Arsenal just sold him in the same transfer window because <laughs> they didn't really have transfer yeah. windows in those days. And he just got sold, I don't even know how many weeks later. And I've never really understood that deal. And ever since then, I've always... I don't think so. I'll have to look look up what, what happened with that. Because I think he came in yes. from Palace. And then I think Arsenal might have made a profit. So whether that was the reason why they sold him, it's just it was just weird. So Clive Allen, yeah, why? Yeah. And he was he was a top top striker. You know, he was scoring a lot he's of goals. Yeah, he's England international. So why did Arsenal sign him to then sell him to Spurs? It was just I think that's where he yeah, went next. It was one of the oddest things ever. But um, but I didn't really see that one coming, if truth be told. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. But things go on behind the scenes at football clubs. Um, yeah. and, I, and I just cannot cannot understand, you know, because he, he went on and scored a lot of goals for Spurs as well. So when I look back on it, it just felt like the weirdest deal. Like I'm looking at him here. Yeah, zero games. Maybe maybe it wasn't Spurs he went to next. I think it was he went from QPR to Arsenal and then to Palace. 
So, so I was wrong about Spurs. So was, but it just felt painful. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he says he he signed. It sounds like no money at all. But he signed for Arsenal in the summer of 1980 for 1.25 million. Didn't play a single competitive match, but he played in the preseason. And then, oh, it was to get Kenny Sanson. That's why. So Arsenal felt they needed Kenny Sanson more than they needed um, Allen. So they let him go to the Palace. So I wasn't very happy about it at the time, if truth be told, because he got... (laughs) When he went... uh, Yeah, they didn't do that well, though, Palace. (laughs) But he didn't. So he didn't get many goals that season, but it was the season after he started getting loads of goals. And then I was still cheesed off about it. I went, this guy, this guy was an Arsenal player and he didn't even play a competitive game and now he's gone. You know, I was just really, really upset about it. And uh, Saliba, I don't know, I get the same feeling. So it's all like superstition. Yeah, yeah. And there's no real reason for it. It's just, it's just my superstitious nature, I think. It's just this. It could be. And and yeah, it's just this, whenever you get the, whenever, I don't know. I think with Saliba, I've got more reason to feel that way. I didn't have any reason with Clive Allen. It was a shock. But with Saliba, it's just because I thought, first of all, why didn't they not loan him out? And I know there's been lots of talk about why they didn't. But why didn't they loan him out or insist that he goes to a Premier League club or a championship club where he could toughen up? They send him back to France. He's not even going to learn English. There's no way he's learning English in France. Absolutely zero chance. So... He's not going to be acclimatised to English football when he comes back because he, he's going to be speaking a different language. I, I just, and I don't think he's got any intention of, of, I think it's a lot down to the player. And I think it's just a guess. I don't know. But I just feel that Arteta probably doesn't like his attitude. It's just a guess because it's funny that he goes to the same club as, uh, as uh, Gendouzi. <laughs> what a coincidence, you know. And uh, and Marseille's, yeah, I've I've been to Marseille and it's uh it's it's a different scene. It's a massive club, Marseille, massive. You know that's why that's why Genduzi upset all the PSG fans, didn't he? Because um because he said um he said yeah he, he likes to play in Paris but not at PSG Stadium. <laughs> he can't stay out of trouble, that guy. He just can't. So yeah, I just feel I just feel my my gut feel is Saliba's never going to play for Arsenal. If he does, I'll be I'll be pleased to be proven wrong, but I just don't think it's gonna happen. <clears throat> I just hope Arsenal get a decent decent fee for him. Because I, I just see it's gonna be you know, what what are they gonna get for him now? They're not gonna get twenty seven million, are they? you know, with this situation in the world and everything with the economic situation and just can't see it. And French clubs haven't got that kind of money, have they? That's the thing. So um so yeah, anything else that we need to discuss about the uh, Liverpool game? Though going back to that, I think we covered most no, of it. No, I think yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's pretty much we can put that to bed. Let's see how we do against Newcastle. Yeah, and um, and so you're not very optimistic by the sound of it, okay, you know, for this game, the Newcastle game. I am. No, yeah. I am. No, I yeah. Think it, I, it, it's, it's a big test of character. Yeah, it's, it's a big test. Ever. Yeah. For these players, though, you know they're going to have lots of test of character, and this is this is the first one of, of many, I'm sure. So, 
you know, that, that I hopefully the players will turn up. Hopefully the, you know, and Arteta's got a week of them. And, you know, and this is part of the process, isn't it? You know, that, that's been said a fair few times. I trust the process. I, I, I have to admit, I, I do have time for Arteta. I think he is trying to do something. You know, we can see the type of players he can in. We can see the type of football he wants us to play. Yeah. So, you know, let's, let's, let's see how we go. Like, you know, there's always been bumps in the road. But yeah, we, we went 10 games unbeaten. Yeah, I know we didn't play great teams, but... Yeah, you know, considering where we started up at the beginning of September. Yeah, I was pretty happy with that. So when you're looking at the yeah, fixtures yeah. ahead, so we got in the league, it's Newcastle at home, Man U away, Everton away, Southampton at home, West Ham home. That's a tough one. Leeds away. Um, one, yeah. yeah, there's None of them easy games, Norwich away. Yeah. Uh, West Ham at home, they're a good team. Yeah, certainly yeah, at the moment, uh, yeah. Apart from Wolves, they so, lost to Wolves. So, yeah, which is a surprise. But yeah, so looking at the the games, obviously Wolves are coming up as well at, at the Emirates. So looking at the games, the tough ones really, um, manual way, to me the ones that, well, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, fixture difficulty rating according to that... Um, Fantasy football. So, manual away is a four, and Arsenal West Ham at the Emirates is also a four. But all the others are twos and threes, according to the fixture, the fixture well, difficulty rating. Uh, they're not no pushovers. Well. Yeah, they're a no, we yeah. Don't, we don't, don't always do well. well yeah, that's right. It's always I've always felt it's always trips to the northwest. It's always, always, always trips to the northwest. Even when Wenger had a really decent team, the games that I was most fearful of would be Blackburn away, Bolton away. Those games in the northwest, I have no idea why, but just never seemed to be, um, you know, the best of hunting grounds for for uh, Arsenal. I felt, although you know, if you probably no, look at the results, I mean, when when there'd be a terrible result, nine times out of ten, it'd be in the northwest of England. So they just don't like the weather up there or something. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. Why why that area? I have no idea. But then um but yeah, if then if they had got rid of Solskjaer, I would I would have fancied Manu away. I would have I would have thought Arsenal can turn them over. Well, I mean when I say turn them over, not like smash them four 0 or anything, but nick a nick a result. And I'm still yeah. not yeah. I mean, who have they appointed, isn't it? Um who Carrick. He's yeah, interim. Yeah, uh, but whether he can gm up for these games and get get the best, out, I, I reckon in effect Ronaldo will be the manager. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah, Ronaldo would just call well, the shots. They and well, who knows? Him, they, yeah. yeah, and Carrick, they, they won't even they won't even listen to him at all. If they've got you know with Ronaldo there, who's not going to listen to Ronaldo? So yeah, actually, it's it's a dangerous situation that that's occurred. So it's a shame. It's a shame they got rid of Lord of the Rings. Right. Anyway, so if that's all we've got to say on, um, on, on the Liverpool game, it seems like neither of us are as disappointed as we were earlier in the season. So that's, that's gotta be good. If other people are feeling yeah. the same way, then, um, 
And, and you know, it just does seem that um, Arteta, because of that run, you know, the, the fans are going to be patient for a while, which has got to be good news, for the most part, at least. Yeah, I think they, well, they should be. And I think, you know, the type, like I said, the type of players that we're building, the type of team that he's trying to make, yeah. I think affords him, you know, possibly uh, a bit more time. I don't know how much more time. I'd have to think by the, the end of the season, he needs to get top six. Yeah, yeah. No, and it looks like it's still just, despite that result, it still looks like it's eminently doable. It's possibly. Yeah, yeah I, I can exactly. I can see it. I mean, whether it happens is another story, but because of, of course we don't know about injuries. We don't know how the African Cup of Nations is going to affect yeah. Arsenal and other teams. We, we can't be sure how how long will, how long these players will be away for, and if the other players step up, we don't know what they're going to do in the January transfer window. So it's a lot of lot yeah, of I unknowns. Think the January transfer window. Yeah, yeah, really. He needs yeah. to continue. I think we need to bolster Maybe see if we can get rid of a bit more dead words like Mary. Or, oh yeah, I forgot he's even yeah. there. <laughs> I totally yeah, forgot that he's. Yeah. There's, there's still a few. There's still a few. Well, Kalasnats continues. So I don't think we'll be getting rid of him anymore. <laughs> How long's his contract he for? When's I he think out? It's out in the, maybe another one more year. But I'm not sure. Yeah, sounds about right. Right. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there then. I'll um, I'll hit the music, high volume or low. Let's go high. Right. Okay. Well, that's it then. I hope hope you've uh, enjoyed it. The music's <laughs> so dodgy. It's getting dodgier every single time I play it. But right, that's it. Till the next time, adios. Oh, now it's playing the